Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All Radio. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell, coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com on all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV, our radio website, exxonradiotv.com, and for all the great programming we have available for you, 724-365 on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. Over there we have such hosts as... Dr. Kimberly McGeorge, Dr. Bernie Beitman, M.D. We have Kevin Randall, Joe Wegent, Gwilda Wiaka, yours truly. We have Justina and Peter Marsh and much more. All this great programming for you, 724-365 at www.xzbn.net. My guest this hour is Richard Gurr. He has been a professional astrologer for over 40 years. For clients around the world, he has been on radio and television, was interviewed in the Rolling Stone and the New York Times, and now gives readings online. Richard believes that every horoscope is perfect, and every life is meant to work. The challenges and setbacks are all the path to our heroism. Astrology can show us our true potential and how to master it. He specializes in mirroring the inner genius of the client, the place inside each person that is awake creative, powerful, and on purpose. He often says, don't believe a word I say. My job is to trigger your wisdom. Now, if you'd like to contact Richard for a one-on-one consultation, here's the email address, yumplanet at yahoo.com. And Richard, welcome to the X-Zone. Oh, thank you, Rob. Listen, I have to ask you up front. A lot of people believe, but there are those who are skeptics. What do you say to skeptics? Well, I I see they're totally justified in being skeptical. Any true scientist, to me, Mm -hmm. is both open-minded and skeptical. If you're closed-minded or if you're gullible, then you're not being scientific, you know. And so be as skeptical as you want to be, but if you're interested in learning, then be skeptically open. How did you get your start in astrology? What was it that made you want to become the professional astrologer that you are today? Well, you know, um, I initially started out in math and science at Brown, but when I was much younger— Um, even like 12, 13, I, I had you know, some psychic experiences, but I also had an interest in esoteric knowledge, what they used to call the occult, you know, right. way back in the 60s. Um, and to me, how can I put it? Um, 
my interest is very, very broad, you know, whether it's psychology, whether it's spirituality, whether it's um, esoteric science, you know, the quantum physics yeah. and all that. But it's really, you know, it's it's where to find that place where the practical and the miraculous come together, where the brilliant and the mundane come together, you know, where the magic of life is something that we can contact and it pays the bills, and it has good relationships, whatever. But it started quite very young, and it kind of runs in the family. Um, to put it very quickly, my 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 father's stepmother was a very famous radio singer, and there was one time when he was out in the fields, and he heard her heard her vo- voice go, Gordon, mm-hmm. and he ran all the way back to the porch, and he said, uh, Vaughn, did you call me? And she just said, not audibly. Mm-hmm. So um, that psychic domain runs in the family, but astrology is quite separate from that. I mean, there is a mathematicalness to it. And sure. Put it this way, if I may say quick, um, one time, if I can say to a complete stranger, you know, you know, you're a natural executive, but I think you would be an idealistic, nonprofit, compassion-oriented organization. And she says, yeah, I'm executive director of Amnesty International in my country. That's very encouraging, you know, to – to to just be reading a chart and 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 be able to hit a bullseye like that, you know. Exactly. Um, um, but it's not just about predicting external things. It's also about, to me, as I said, each chart is perfect. Mm-hmm. Each person has a different aesthetic sense, a different emotional nature, a different intellectual nature, a different, you know, uh, approach to discipline. And if we can really find our own voice on many different levels, and how do you reconcile your emotional side and your instinctive side and your intuitive side and you know, your practical side, your dreamer side. Yep. How do they all come together to form a unified you? You and I have to uh, take our first break here, Richard. Please stand by. Great having you with us. Exo Nation, our guest this hour is Richard Gurr. His here. website, Yum Planet. Like the actor. <laughs> like the actor. Yum Planet at yahoo.com. First segment, we had Jennifer Lopez. Now we have Richard Gurr. Ah. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. President of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating 
at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Hello, I'm Pete Marsh. With my daughter Justina, we will be presenting the new radio show, Too Good to Be True. If something seems too good to be true, it usually is. But with the help of Justina's amazing gifts, we're going to gain insight into questions that don't yet have complete answers. Have you wondered who built Stonehenge and for what reason? Why are crop circles found in the same region as Stonehenge and elsewhere? Are crop circles a hoax or are they created with technologies that we have little knowledge of? Who built the pyramids in Egypt and also in other countries? How and why were they built? Was the Titanic switched with the Britannic as part of a gigantic insurance fraud or for more insidious reasons? What caused the Tunguska event when trees were flattened over an 800 square mile area in Siberia? Will the new insights be too good to be true? Well, that will depend on what you are prepared to believe. Please join us as we start on this journey together. For more information on Too Good To Be True, visit www.xzbn.net. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Welcome back, everyone. Richard Gurr is our special guest this hour. He is an astrologer, and if you'd like to contact Richard for your own astrological chart, his website, his, uh, I'm sorry, his email address is yumplanet at yahoo.com. How does astrology work with somebody's relationship? How can astrology be used to either find a relationship or to nurture a relationship? Yeah, that's such an important question. And I, I love rela- doing relationship charts because it's so complicated. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at, let's say, each person having at least a dozen different sides of their nature, you know, they have an emotional nature, a mental nature, an approach to organization, etc. And so does the other person. That means you've got 144 different relationships going wow. on at once, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and how does my impulsive side relate to your cautious side, for example, you know, etc. And so to me, when I, when I, when I look at two, two sets of charts, okay, if we're just looking at people who are already together or exploring relationship, mm-hmm. I look, uh, you know, I tell them, you know, what I see they have in common, and, and, but I, I also take a look at what's, what are the challenges, where is there liable to be conflict, because the conflict can be a doorway to growth, you know, um, uh, maybe the, the, or the control person needs to loosen up a little, but maybe the other person needs to be a little more accountable, you know, and so they, we attract people who, ha- who force us t- to grow if we want to be with them, and the attraction is what keeps us around when it gets tricky, you know. And so to be able to see ahead of time if I'm exploring a person, you know, uh, for example, one person might have Venus and Scorpio opposed Saturns, and so I know they're really serious and they want you to be really accountable, and they commit totally, so they're going to test you out every possible way to make sure you're, you're a safe person to commit to. Another person might have Venus and Pisces opposed Uranus or something, and they're very loving, but they're very loving towards many people. They won't necessarily commit to you, and they're really big on freedom, if you like that. Mm-hmm. And so each person has a different set of needs and a different nature, and so to have a little bit of a heads up, you know, why is this person acting that way? Well, it's because she's reactive because when you do this, it triggers that. And so astrology can help be like an X-ray into another person's psyche. And again, don't believe it. Just check it out against your experience, you know. And and so um, in terms of relationship, to be able to look at what is it we're really looking for and what is our nature? What do we really need? What kind of support? What kind of solidarity? What kind of fun? is our approach to life. And don't try to put a square peg in a round hole, you know, make someone who's just not made to be with us 
to try to make them be with us because their needs are just different. And astrology is a way of exploring those layers of each person. Um, but also it's a way of looking at yourself going, you know, you've got this particular habit and uh, there's a better way to approach, you know, your impulsive side that would be a little more helpful and less destructive in your relationships. That would be their Mars, for example, you know, because what I am is a free will astrologer, meaning you can be anything you want to be. Astrology is just a mirror to reflect to you what you might want to be. And so um, two people can have the same chart, Mm -hmm. but one person approaches it, you know, they're born at the same time, same place, etc. But one person approaches it in a more mature way. I once met my astral twin. Someone's born at the same time, you know, as me. And a lot of our life path is almost identical, you know. And my business partner was a karate and yogi, yoga guy. Said, "I wonder where my astral twin is." And I, and I said, "I think he's probably in prison, Paul, because the chart <laughs> is so intense that if you don't master it, you're in trouble." His chart. And so, um, uh, how can I put it? Um, uh, well, anyway, that's that's a pretty good approximation of uh, what I see as, uh, in astrology and relationships. To be able to understand, people are very complex. They got many layers, you know. And if you want to really be with someone, you got to know those layers and respond to those layers and find your way of connecting to another being. And the, what interests me often in, in t- between two charts is what's the most challenging thing going on between you. And I can tell you what the best that that challenge could give you, and what the worst might that come out of that challenge. Uh, that can help you look at, do I really want these challenges that are be be- or would I be better off with someone else? Or are these just the challenges I need to grow as a human being? So would the same principle apply in business? Oh, yeah. I, you can do business charts. The, chart, the moment when you sign a contract. In fact, uh, one of the, the things that I do um, is electional astrology where you choose the best time to sign a contract, for example. Okay? Yeah. And – but if, if it's already signed, or, or uh, then the business itself is like a person. It has a chart. You know, the United States of America has a chart. You know, which is really July second, seventeen seventy six. But that's another story. You know, and so the business, the the chart can help tell you what's the purpose of the business besides making money. What is it really about? You know, and what are the pitfalls? Um, uh, in the business, you know, maybe there are squares to Pluto or something. There might be some. Uh, hidden devious things going on and and it's going to peak next may or something and so if if a crisis comes then then make sure you handle it and be aware of this that and the other maybe you have to fire somebody whatever you know so um business charts are fascinating too because again it's like it's it's like it's a person it's an adventure when you when you sign up for a business you're taking on an adventure you you know and but you and the chart can help you see Maybe there's other layers to that business than what you've been seeing. Maybe it has a deeper purpose than what you've been seeing. And maybe, you know, changing the approach to it a little bit might both prosper it financially and also make a greater contribution to the world. Tell us about some of the famous people's horoscopes. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I was looking – who would be a good one? Oh, well, we have Trump. Uh, Mars <laughs> and Leo rising. Mars rising is very impulsive, yeah. very assertive. Leo rising tends to be the center of the universe, you know. Um, um, he's the exact opposite rising sign of, of Obama, who tends to be a collective-oriented person and rather detached. Um, let me think. Uh, oh, Nixon. I was just starting a biography of uh, his biography. Um, there's a, there was a sneaky side to the chart, and just when Saturn came over that part of us, when he had to face up to it and, and be accountable for that. Um, uh, do you know Elizabeth Warren and Meryl Streep were born the exact same date? Hmm. No, I didn't know that. And it's very interesting because um, I think there's some similarities in character bet- between the, the two of them. Um, I was looking at um, Humphrey Bogart's chart, uh, and but you look at certain points, like certain moments in someone's life when certain planets come to a head. Like there was a point when Bo- Bogart had to stand up to the House on American Activities Committee, and he kind of backed down, you know. And you, you could see in his chart that there was a moment for extreme boldness, but would have taken raw guts to do it. And he chose not to do it. And oddly enough, he eventually wound up dying of esophageal cancer, which is associated with the throat, which is associated with self-expression, which is what he had blocked at that moment, you know. Um, uh, who else would think of um, – 
uh, that would stand out. Well, were, there, were, there, were there similarities in the astrological chart between President Nixon and President Trump? Uh, that's an interesting one worth exploring. I think um, Nixon is, I think, much more calculating, Capricorn, mm-hmm. much more calculating and planning and thinking far ahead. And Trump is much more of a seat of the pants kind of guy. Trump is um, he's born, believe it or not, within two hours of a total lunar eclipse, which is interesting. And he's uh, basically a salesman. You know, he's a he's a he's a he's much more of a looser looser cannon in a way than, than Nixon. Um, and Nixon's much more of a plotter, you know. And, and uh, uh, but Trump, a Gemini with Sag Moon, Gemini's the fast talker. He's a salesman, basically. Right. You know, um, and what else do I want to say about that? But that's a good one. I'm going to study that one more deeply because yeah. I just picked, I picked up a bio of him. Um, uh, um, what's interesting, you know, another – this is going to sound weird – roughly similar charts, Charlie Chaplin and Adolf Hitler. But the difference is that Chaplin was emotionally rich, yet Moon and Scorpio rising. You know that really intense look in the tramp's yeah. face? He's really intense, right? He's very emotional and enormous compassion, whereas Hitler was born like five, I think four or five days later, and he had a Capricorn mm-hmm. moon, which, is, which combined with other things in the chart is uh, rather cold-blooded and calculating, shall we right. say, rather than you know guts on the line, mm-hmm. raw emotion that you have in Charlie Chaplin, right? But isn't it funny, the, the mustache and the fact that Charlie played a yeah. dictator and all that, you know, that their charts would be so similar because they're also born roughly the same time of day, too. That is that is very uh, similar, and uh, it's very uncanny as well. Yeah, really. <laughs> um, who else was I thinking of? Um, Jefferson Washington, let's think. Uh, Franklin Roosevelt. Uh, you sound like a history teacher. <laughs> well, I'm, I've always been big <laughs> on history, and I often do you know study historical periods. Like There are radical periods in history when Uranus and Pluto come into aspect, the 1960s, mm-hmm. the 1930s, where capitalism itself was on the line and all kinds of revolutions were happening, and just the last five years. Okay, And so every 40 years, 30, 40 years or so, we have Uranus and Pluto in aspect, and everything gets thrown into – doubt and people start questioning all the institutions and they start looking for radical change you know and so we're just passing through one of those you know the major parties have been falling apart every which way in spain and france all over the place you know because people want something different can astrology help to determine when terrorism is going to strike oh wow um that's an interesting one that's a very interesting one um Tell you what, I have not uh, should have. That was a neglect on my part. I didn't do the the chart of the attack the other day, mm-hmm. um, and I remember you know I've studied very closely the September 11th chart. Let me can I share something really outrageous? Sure. Um, 1636, very quickly, uh, was the founding of Providence in what is now the U.S. and what is now Rhode Island. Sure. And it was founded as a as a sanctuary for free thinkers who were being persecuted everywhere else, and mm-hmm. one place where you could have your own. You could do your own thing and no one would bug you. And I remember on the 350th anniversary of, of Providence, and I was, I was talking to the people in charge of the festival in, in 1986 and going, you know, you, this is not just another city. This is about the birthplace of freedom of conscience in the modern world. And they didn't get it. And I thought about it. I said, maybe the real anniversary is 365 and a quarter years, you know. And I calculated ahead, June 1636. And this is like January 1986. I'm calculating ahead, and I go, I wonder if something earth-shaking is going to take place in September 2001. And I forgot all about it <laughs> for 15 years, over 15 years. And then I started doing all the charts after the attack. Mm-hmm. And I went, oh, Lord. And what I had thought was going to happen as of 86 was there was going to be a showdown between those who want a global community of free beings taking care of each other yet being free versus the dictatorship of guns, money, and religious fanaticism. And that, that, that 2001 was going to begin the showdown between a vision of, of real dignity for humanity versus the people with the money and the guns and the religious clout thinking they have a right to tell everyone else what to do. Wow. And that's, I still think that now. You know, it's been over 30 years since I had that, that prophecy that came to me strictly from astrology, you know. But I, and, I, and again, the fact I completely forgot about it because when I first thought about it in 86, I went, oh, no, no, no. You're always predicting something outrageous. It doesn't always happen, you know. And uh, so – there are really slow cycles in astrology, right? And I would not have predicted a terrorist attack on September 11 necessarily, but I knew that there was 
you know, radical changes that were up and radical changes especially occurring for the United States of America chart, that the United States of America was going to become unrecognizable to itself starting around um, 2001. And that um, I never thought it would be so radical as, 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 as a totalitarian impulse beginning to take place in the United States. You know, the suspending of the Bill of Rights in many sure. ways and just uh, the country is unrecognizable, right? It's like, what is going on here, right? Well, and what, so, what is uh, going on here is that we've got to take a commercial break, so please stand by. ExoNation, right. Richard Gurr and I will be back on the other side of this news break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to contact Richard for a one-on-one astrological chart, his, his email address is yumplanet at yahoo.com. I am Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. We'll be back on the other side of the news. Don't go away. are our personal gateways into infinite wisdom. Don't miss Shamanic Counselor and Indigenously Trained Dream Decoder Sandra Corcoran's inspiring book, Shamanic Awakening Between the Dark and the Daylight. This remarkable work chronicles Sandra's 35 years of experience with diverse wisdom keepers and her initiations throughout the Americas and across the British Isles, Turkey, Greece, and Egypt. Sandy's knowledge of symbology, psychology, and myth influenced her dream blog and workshops. Sandy offers private tarot readings, international journeys, a meditative CD, as well as her book, Shamanic Awakening, to encourage you as you navigate this earthwalk, creating a deeper connection to yourself and all that is. Find this and more at Sandy's website, starwalkervisions.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the Exxon Broadcast Network, visit us at www.exxon.com. XZBN.net How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology Science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Hello, I'm Justina Marsh, and with my dad, Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good to Be True. Together, we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. 
Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both look forward to sharing this insight and beginning this journey with our listeners. Visit xzbn.net for more information about when to listen. Exxon Nation, Richard Gurr is our special guest. His uh, email address is yumplanet at yahoo.com. Aren't you free to be whatever you want? So why should people listen to astrology if we have the the ability to do what we want? Exactly. You know, what I mean is astrology is only a suggestion. Uh, It's a mirror, you know. Um, How can I put it? Like, if a person... Let's say as the planet Uranus rising, you know, many, many of my friends have that, even though it's a rare aspect. It means they're naturally intuitive, they're naturally rebellious, they naturally have to do it their way, you know. And it's, it, 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 and, or if someone has, uh, let's see, um, moon rise, mm-hmm. okay, they are naturally come from their feeling nature, their emotional nature, etc. But it doesn't mean you need to believe me or not believe me, and it, you don't need astrology. You can be whatever you want to be. But I throw some ideas at you, and some of them, some of them you know, trigger a self-recognition and a self-acceptance. Or if I say, you know what, um, Pluto's on your Venus right now. You're going through really radical changes in your relationship. Every, and, you'll, and they go, oh, yeah, I just broke up with my guy. Well, yeah. So it, it, my job is to, be, is to, to say it, it was you – know, the transformations are meant to happen so that you can look much deeper into how you're approaching relationships and what it is that you really, really want. You know, or if, um, how can I put it? So you don't need astrology and you don't need to believe a word I say, but I'm just triggering insights in you so it increases your freedom, increases your sense of possibility. And I really believe strongly you should never let an oracle tell you what to do. You just listen to it and ponder it and decide whether you want to go with it or not. It's just more information. Well, let me ask you this. Can astrology be scientifically proven? Now, that really, really interests me, and I'm dying to get access to – like, I'm very interested in medical statistics as a proof mm-hmm. of astrology because I've seen over and over again the diseases that people tend to uh, attract uh, very much correspond to their chart. And also for holistic healing to get a sense of what's really bothering you, what's really behind that hypertension or whatever, what's really going on that needs to be resolved, you know. And so for me – um, there was Michael Shermer who um, had, uh, edits the magazine Skeptic. Yeah, I know Michael. Uh, yeah, um, he, he did. Uh, it's on on YouTube. You can see radio uh, or a TV show, whatever it was, where he did a Vedic astrology. That's the in, from India mm-hmm. type astrology, um, and he had to guess, you know, say things about different people, and they deliberately switched the charts of two people. And sure enough, he did really badly with those two. And then when they uh, hurt each other's it really did work it was really appropriate but for me i would be very very interested in medical statistics from the point of view of let's see how many people hospitalized with stomach ailments had difficult aspects to their moon in the chart you know um i i really think it can be scientifically proven i have a personal interest in that but i need to have access to statistics you know it doesn't it wouldn't violate anybody's privacy all i would want is the birthday and the and the illness that's all you know, and like, like for example, just survey people who've gotten cancer. All the people mm-hmm. who've gotten throat cancer. You know, what are the aspects to their Mercury and their Venus? For example, all the people who've gotten stomach ac- cancer aspects to their Moon, etc. And see if you can find statistically meaningful correlation. And I really believe that you will, just because I've you know my thousands of clients, I've seen that correlation. You talk of uh, three real world superpowers inside each person. What are they, and how do you practice them? Exactly. And to me, they kind of go together. One is higher mind, intuition, Mm -hmm. the psychic, um, the ability to to be led by a perfect intelligence inside us. And I can give some practical real-world examples of that. But, you know, um, okay, very quickly. One time I arrived to visit my top student. I took a bus all the way across the country, arrived with two bucks and change. Mm Mm-hmm. 
you know, and my main bag had been temporarily lost in San Francisco. I was in Santa Cruz, and that had the address and phone number where I was going. So I had two bucks and change, a thousand miles from anybody whose address I know. I said, okay, stay still, go into the intuition. And it said, go to the neighborhood. You kind of remember some of the streets. Just go there and await further instructions. So I just walk, and there's a way to attune to that intuition by uh, so it, you're guided by it, and that's a whole story I can get into that I'm going to write about. And I just go to the neighborhood, and all of a sudden my eyes just drop right down to the sidewalk. And carved into the sidewalk, it says, stop, look, and listen to Guru Maharaji, who was my teacher at that time. And I went, well. And I just paused, breathed, turned around, walked half a block, and ran right into my host. Now, that was a 30-second window where I was screwed, okay? And I've had you know, countless experiences like that. So that's higher intelligence, which in astrology is called Uranus, and you can look at that in your chart and what your approach is. Then there's higher heart, there's a, or fulfillment. There's a place inside us that is unlimited ecstasy, that is unlimited peace, that is completely independent of the world. And when we're in touch with it, it also gives us unlimited compassion and the ability to be fully present with people and even to radiate. And people who have been with the masters, they know they radiate an energy. It's not just what they say. You can get blissed out just being in their presence. So that's the other superpower, which is this unlimited heart, this unlimited happiness. So one is perfect guidance. One is perfect happiness. And the third has to do with power. Now, whether traditionally they call it you know, shamanism or prayer or magic or wizardry, we have access to a power that is beyond ordinary power, you know, and that has the power to heal, that has the power to bring in miracles, and there are ways to access that that produce – results that solve pretty much any problem around not necessarily the way we think it should be solved but it releases the stress and so to me these these that's and there's that's associated with the planet pluto you know and and so pluto is also the ability to find where you belong in this world where does that higher motive that's not just about making a living or having a good time but it's about what is the greatest contribution i can make what is the most powerful thing i could do in this world and so the domain of awareness, the domain of love or happiness, and the domain of power, we have – there are ways that have been known for thousands of years about how to tap into those three and to bring them to our day-to-day -day lives and allow us to play life on a whole other level than what you know, millions or even billions of people are stuck in as they're struggling to get by in this life and to find a consistent happiness. So why do you think that all this ancient knowledge – was lost, and why has it taken us so long to find it again? That's a fantastic question. I, I think it's always been there, but it was always just a few secret groups mm. that had it, and partly because we had these oppressive religions right. that wanted to control people. You know, even when, as Christ, you know, when Christianity became the official religion of Rome, then it merged with the empire, and it became about control. Yeah. You know, but you had those Gnostics, and you had those people who understood the esoteric meaning of what Jesus was teaching, which was not a religion. It was how to experience heaven on earth right now forever, you know, how to bring it. And so I think what the age of Aquarius, which is basically the next 2,000 years, um, is about is liberating that knowledge from secrecy and making it available to everyone. But it couldn't happen until we began to have science, until we had began to have the questioning of everything, as, until we began to get free to speak for ourselves and be individuals and not have to conform to everybody else. What's that great line from Dylan? Keep it in your mind and not forget that it is not he or she or them or it that you belong to. You know, and and to to it became okay to find your own voice. If you're gay, you're gay. You know. Mm -hmm. uh, or whatever else, to, to say, listen, I answer to my conscience first. And that's what really broke through, I think, in the 60s. But it was always building for the last six, 700 years, this beginning of true individuation. And so I think, and also, again, the advent of, of science and the ability to think for yourself and the ability to question everything opened up people's minds and made people's minds ready to think for themselves and to examine this esoteric knowledge, which then began to explode. And then all these things in, in its availability to the world. I mean, Tibet has suffered horribly, but the world has benefited hugely by smoking the, the Tibetans out of their mountain hideaway, you know, where they could give their esoteric knowledge to us. Well, I think great people in history have also echoed the same message. For example... Yes. William Shakespeare said, to thine own self be true. The truth exactly. is in each one, in every one of us. We just have to seek it out. And in today's society, 
there are so many people who look outside of themselves for the truth. And we all know the truth is inside. Exactly. And it's even there. I mean, if you really look at the New, T- New Testament closely, mm-hmm. remember, it's written in Greek and Jesus yeah. spoke in Aramaic. So it's pretty far from the source, right? True. But it's still there. This incredible. I mean, he, I mean, he taught that to me, he taught the science mm-hmm. of causal magic, how to think things into being exactly how it works. You know, and he also said heaven's at hand within you right here, right now. So what's this pie in the sky when you die nonsense? You know? <laughs> it's exactly what it is, a pie in the sky. It's, it's what I call virtual real estate. <laughs> it's a concept. It's not real. It's a way that the masters of old could get their message across to a, an ignorant group of people who weren't as well educated as they were. Because information is power, and if you retain the knowledge or you, you, you let it out in a way that people can't understand or give it to them in parables or in symbols, however you want to do it, you're accomplishing what you want to accomplish and you're making people feel good because, you know, this is, oh, that's why we have this or that's how this happens. You know, this is where mythology and folklore comes in. And yet, you know, I think what's wonderful about this era, because Aquarian era age is about being open to all different kinds of cultures and approaches to things, that this magnificent time when we have access to indigenous knowledge and ancient Chinese knowledge and, and Tibetan knowledge and, you know, old goddess knowledge, you know, and we have a chance to look at it all and find out for ourselves what we are drawn to. I mean, there's such richness going mm-hmm. on at the same time as such awfulness, you know? And I think that's all needed, because I think we need the crisis. There's no hero without a dragon. That's right. You know? And and we, we're in a binary existence, zero yep. and one. Everything in our existence is zero and one, up, down, left, right, in, out, black, white. And the list goes on and on and on. And I think that, as you were saying, that this is going to be the beginning of a new age and that people are starting to wake up. They're starting to smell the roses, and I don't think the future is as grim as many people want to paint it. Right. And, and I think, you know, there's that line in The Course in Miracles, only what you fail to give can be missing in any situation. Mm-hmm. And what's missing is a clear vision of what is a human being. What are we capable of? What's really sitting inside of us? How much magic do we have? How much genius do we have at our disposal? And so for me, what astrology is about is serving people in unlocking their magnificence and in nourishing that magnificence and in discovering what story they are the star of, you know, and what dragons do they have yeah. and hold everything is perfect. The only thing missing is your mastery. Um, and then everything makes sense That everything clicks, you know. How do you awaken all the sides of your nature? And I think that we're on the right track, and I think that we're all going to see this happen in the very near future, my friend. Yes, sir. Richard, please stand by. You and I have to take our final break for this uh, hour. Exonation Richard Gere is our special guest. He is an astrologer. His his email address, if you'd like to contact Richard for a personalized chart, yumplanet at yahoo.com. And Richard and I will be back after this break. As I said, as we wrap up this hour here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. You can always send me an email, Exxon at ExxonRadioTV.com on all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV. Don't forget, we're on iTunes, we're on Speaker. There is no place where you can go on the web, on the web these days that you won't find us. And by the way, congratulations to Gulda Wiecka, the host of The Science of Magic. She is up for an award. We'll tell you more about this tomorrow as we continue. Don't go away. Richard and I will be back talking about astrology. Hi everyone, Rob McConnell here, and I wanted to spend a moment on internet streaming. Everybody has heard about internet streaming, but not many know much about it. Did you know the internet streams just about everything? From new releases to old classics, TV shows, almost every show, every episode, and much more. But the question has always been, how do you do it? 
Well, now, thanks to the folks at 123 Ready TV, I have the answer for you. They have developed a simple program app, 123 Ready TV, that you install on your Windows PC, Android smartphone, or Android tablet that can have you streaming like a pro in less than five minutes. You truly won't believe how much is available or how easy it is to do until you try. And for a one-time cost of only $19.99, this product is a real winner. To learn more about 123 Ready TV, visit our website at www.xzbn.net. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, Soul Balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A Soul Balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. Welcome back to the Exxon. Richard Gere is our special guest, Exxon Nation. W, oh, w, no, let's try the email address, yumplanet at yahoo.com. That's yumplanet at yahoo.com. Um, are there good and bad horoscopes, or do we all have a chance at full happiness? Yeah, that's a very important question, because, again, anyone... Any oracle of any mm-hmm. sort who tells you to expect bad things, get them out of here. You know, really? don't 
don't hear it, you know. Right. I, I realized that way back when I was just getting into it, you know, I was very young, mm-hmm. uh, astrology when I was like 21 or so, that um, to me, I have to take that stand, you know, that happiness is always available. And I have to take the stand that every chart is a, is a unique and different approach to happiness. It's just – it's a path of mastery. It's almost like a school. You know, Professor Saturn teaches us discipline and Professor Uranus teaches us creativity. P- Professor Venus teaches us how to get along and, and bring the harmony and the magic to life. And we need to listen to all the professors because they're te- teaching us life and they teach us through lessons that come up in front of us, you know, which are all – reasonably predictable by astrology you're gonna have this thing coming up you know that but it's a challenge to mastery it's not bad i mean yeah at some point you're probably gonna lose your parents okay yeah but how you hold that and what that feels like is up to you you know and and so to me every chart is perfect Mm -hmm. but each chart is a different set of challenges and a different set of pitfalls you know and there's always a more satisfying way to play it and my job is to suggest that and then leave it to you to decide for yourself uh, how, how you want to play it, whether you want to take my advice or not. Um, and so to me, I mean, if you look at a chart of Saddam Hussein, you know, if I were a father who had a daughter who was dating this guy, I would not be too happy, okay? <laughs> you know, it's a rough, it's a rough chart. Oh, you know? especially now since he's dead. Yeah, that yeah, doesn't help, yes. Um, and, um, but, uh, what was I going to say? That... To 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 know what the challenges are, you know, I look at Hitler's chart. Okay, there was there was a potential there, you know, but there was a way to go bad, you know, and and so, um, uh, I don't believe in good and bad charts. I don't believe in good and bad periods. They are challenging periods, you know. Pluto's on your Saturn. Mm-hmm. It's going to blow up your structures, and you're going to feel insecure, and you're going to have to revolutionize things. But you can approach it two ways. One, you can say, "Oh, why is this happening to me? I just lost." You know, $500,000 on that investment. Yes, and you're still alive, and life is still full of magic. How do you want to play it? You know, and what did you learn? What's going to make you better as a result of that loss? You know, what's going to make you wiser? And where do you want to redirect your energies? Because it was meant to be, you know, that that particular time, things would get shaken up, and you'd feel temporarily insecure, and you'd have to reinvent your life. Is that bad? Well, it's not bad, but a lot of people do not have the ability to to cope with it. Exactly. That's why we need to know who we are. We need to know how powerful we are. Mm-hmm. We need to know that the universe is on our side, but we have to attune to it. We have to to know, okay, am I barking up the wrong tree, or am I fretting, or am I judging, or am I attacking the wrong person, am I blaming people, am I making enemies when I shouldn't be making enemies? Yeah. Am I going to grow up or not? And so astrology to me is about growing up. It's about... You know, saying this is your life. This is your heroic adventure. This is the story you were born for. You know, how do you mobilize your heroism? Because that's what separates the hero from the loser. Is that the not to call anybody a loser, but you know, um, <laughs> I think you just did. I think you just what? did. <laughs> well, we're all winners and losers from second to second. You know? All right, so you got yourself out of that one. That was that ah. was cool. All right, um, uh, and and so the hero is the one who who finds the resources, who mm-hmm. finds the place inside that says, "Look, this can work. I don't know how, but I'll I'll find out." You know, and so, you know, maybe first you need is is wisdom, so you go to Jupiter, and then you need boldness, so you go to an initiative, so you go to Mars, and you need discipline and consistency, so you go to Saturn, um, you need to find good allies, so you go to Venus. You know, and you need all those skills. You know how some people are really good at some skills and yeah. really bad at others. You know, we need a model of a human. I think astrology helps point to that. How do you master all the planets? Because you have to, you know, or, or whichever one, just like it with a car. Yeah. You know, the structure has to be right. The, mm-hmm. You've got to have air in the tires. You've got to have the gas tank. you got to have everything's got to be working. And you need to have, be watching every single aspect of you and to know where you need to grow. Some people are fantastic, except they have horrible relationship skills. You know, <laughs> uh, that'll kill you all by itself. It'll screw your whole dream up. Just by itself, you know? Listen, let me ask you this question. How does astrology reconcile with a belief in God? Exactly. Um, Well, to me, again, when people say I believe in God, what Mm -hmm. they're really saying is I believe in my definition of God, right? But if if you're saying that there's a higher intelligence that created us and that indwells us and that is wants to guide us to heaven on earth, wants to guide us to satisfaction— 
You know, if, if that's not what God is doing, I'm going to check out somebody else, you know. But if we're saying there's a higher intelligence that invented us, mm-hmm. that's a weird sense of humor for me, you know, had invented us and invented our story and invented the possibilities and set it all up so that we could learn how to be divine, how to be a master of life, how to be a son and daughter of God, which is what Jesus, among many others, was talking about, then astrology is a way of getting in touch with the higher intelligence. You know, in the first first chapter of John, he talks about there's this logos, which is mistranslated as the word, mm-hmm. this logos, this intelligence that runs the universe, but it also exists in us as us. It's that part of us that can be the scientist, that can go to the moon. We are that higher intelligence. How do we get in touch with that? So astrology, for me, the purpose of astrology is to tap us into our purpose and our magic and that part of us, that all of us, that is divine, that can get in harmony with the creator who put us here so we can live the magnificent life we were created to live. So to me, the God thing and the astrology thing are completely compatible. Well, let me ask you this. What do you think of religions that call it satanic? Exactly. Um, what they're really doing is protecting their turf, you know. Um, it's, it's like, say, you have to look at what does satanic mean? Satanic means hateful, judgmental, mean-spirited, ignorant mm-hmm. you know what and and so when they say satan they really mean you know any belief system that threatens mine you know and when you look at the record of 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 uh, many organized religions you know it, it doesn't look so good about 100 million people killed by christians for example and i like the gospel yeah. i love the gospel i'm saying uh, as jesus would say get the log out of your own eye and so, yes, they would call it satanic because it, it, it violates their belief systems about God. But what's God? The peace that passes understanding inside you, the perfect guidance inside you, the power to heal inside you. I mean, they, they told Jesus he was healing by the power of the devil, you know, because he was weird in their eyes. Right? You know, the Bible tells you that point blank if you want to read it. And many people don't read it, so they don't know it. In the very first uh, chapter of Genesis, it says, And God said, Let us create man in our image, in our likeness. So if we are created in God's own image and likeness, then we ourselves hold a piece of God in each and every one of us. Yep. And that's the whole point. Yeah. You know? And I think that what is brought about as the age of Aquarius began to dawn mm-hmm. is the realization that the light inside you is is more important than any scripture. The purpose of any scripture, and for that matter, astrology, is to trigger the light in you. And so we've reached this point where we go, listen, I don't care what the collective mindset says. I have a truth inside me that I can trust, and you are not going to get me to reject that truth. Listen, we've got about two minutes left. Um, What is the age of Aquarius, and, and why is this time so crazy? Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Um, I think one of the reasons um, is there's a 26,000-year cycle, basically, and it breaks down into 12 ages. The age of of Pisces, last 2,000 years, was about learning about compassion, Mm -hmm. learning about spirituality, but it also had all kinds of delusions and bad boundaries, embrace my religion or die. But it was about introducing the idea that we're all one, divine love. But the new age... Aquarius, it's about divine intelligence. How do we all become creators? How do we go beyond all limiting belief systems and be able to think for ourselves and find out truth for ourselves, like science, you know? And, and, and I think the reason it's crazy is several reasons. One is that the old power structures don't want to let go and allow people to have a sovereignty over their own lives. And that there's still, you know, greed and mm-hmm. control games, and people aren't thinking in terms of the welfare of the whole, or they're they're still stuck in wanting to have people conform to my idea instead of supporting us all and being different. Have a global community where we care about each other, but we're allowed to be different from each other. That's where we're trying to get to, and all the darkness that will try to keep us from getting there has to come up, you know, in order for us to break through into being divine beings who really are inventing something on this earth that is worthy of the human beings. The other species know what they're doing. It's the humans who need to find out who they are, what they're about, what is possible, what it means to be a son and daughter of the divine, and how we bring that in a practical level beyond all religions, all belief systems. Use the traditions, but don't be stuck in them. That's just what I see as Aquarius, the complete liberation of the human mind from all the blocks between 
in us and true knowledge and true creation. Listen, um, quickly, what is your final message for the Exxon Nation? I'll give you 30 seconds on this. <laughs> you are magnificent. You, are, you have access to um, an omnipotent power that knows exactly how to awaken the happiness in you and give you the best possible life you could have. Follow your hunger to know and to experience the magic for the rest of your life. Richard Gurr, thank you so much for joining us. Great pleasure talking to you. Don't be a stranger. Yes, sir. Uh, come back and see us again. And Exonation, if you'd like to contact Richard for a one-on-one astrological chart, his email address is yumplanet at yahoo.com. I'll be back on the other side of this uh, commercial break with the news at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as once again, you and I will meet back here in the Exxon. If you'd like to send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com on all social media sites, TV. And visit the Exxon Broadcast Network at www.xzbn.net. <laughs> 